0: Terry, we've been talking about hearing from the Holy Spirit, and we've covered several things that we now have the Spirit of God living within us. So now that gives us the ability to hear from the Holy Spirit. We've talked about how the Holy Spirit can communicate to us by edification, exhortation, and comfort. And now we're wanting to go into greater detail on how to identify when the holy spirit of god is talking to us we're wanting to uh, apply a practical application to this for our everyday lives because i think well i know that's what we all struggle with including you and me yes that we struggle with identifying when the holy spirit is speaking to us and god wants to take care of us he wants to supply every need he wants to be there for us and as we go through this talking about different scenarios, we're going to go back and, and see where it applies, where that category it fits under for edification, exhortation, and comfort.
1: Edification and exhortation and comfort are from the Holy Spirit.
0: Yes, and we always want to keep that in mind. That's our, as you like to say, our plumb line. You bet. You and bet. if we can learn to identify the different spirits, we'll be in great shape.
1: These three words are found in uh, Corinthians. First Corinthians fourteen three. But that plumb line is really defined really well in John 10, ten. Satan comes to kill, steal, and destroy. But Jesus came to give us life and life more abundantly. More abundantly.
0: That's how you identify the spirit of rebellion, isn't it? Amen. Is by that plumb line. Kill, steal, and destroy. Always remember that.
1: If things have fallen apart in your life, <laughs> you've probably been been lied to, been lied to by the devil. <laughs> yeah, he, he's tricked you, and because that's his only weapon, he's a defeated foe. I know, I know, he exists, but Jesus came to stop the works of the devil. He came to set us free.
0: Set us free, and he did do that. And now we can have that ability again to hear from the Holy Spirit of God. Each one of us that are believers still have a difficulty hearing from the Spirit of God, discerning whether we're hearing from the Spirit of God throughout our daily life when we make decisions. And we can go into some scenarios, if you want to say, to help give us a practical knowledge and understanding of how to apply a discernment of the Holy Spirit when it's speaking to us. It's like, say we want to buy a house. Okay. Maybe the bank won't loan you the money for the house. And the Spirit of God may be talking to you and say, no, you don't need to do that. Now, He may not reveal everything to you, but He might be trying to prevent something from happening later on down the road that might steal your joy and your peace or might cause havoc in your
1: life. The Holy Spirit knows all things. You might be going to lose your job. The Holy Spirit knows that. If you've truly sought Him and believe that you need the house... And that's what the Lord's will is. Yes. But if a roadblock comes up, maybe it's not the perfect time. Maybe not right now. Maybe next year, two years from now.
0: But what he's trying to do is warn you. And it goes back to that definition and exhortation. He's trying to warn you. Now, we have the choice, we have free will that we can override that warning. Sure. The Spirit of God's trying to tell you, no, don't do it at this time.
1: If you push on. You're going to cause trouble for yourself, and then you're not going to have that comfort and peace.
0: So, so we need to examine ourselves. We need to examine whether we're, we are actually hearing from the Holy Spirit or whether we are allowing our lustful desires to impede what the Holy Spirit's trying to tell us. Absolutely. And it goes back to those three things again, does sure. it? Sure. Edification, exhortation, and comfort. And that's how you can weigh things in your life is whether it's doing those three things or not. Yes. The problem we have, and we all fall into this, is we override what the Holy Spirit's trying to tell us a lot of times because we still have this free will. Flesh. Yes, (laughs) where we want to satisfy that flesh. And we're willing at times just to ignore the Spirit of God and go do what we want to do.
1: And you know, we're doing that in ourselves. You know, sometimes Satan just kind of stands back and says, Wow. I would have never thought that he should do that, yeah, but... He's doing all right. He's doing all right <laughs> on his own. I don't even have to try to deceive him.
0: No, because we've been programmed like this from day one until we were born again. There you go. We've been programmed to satisfy the flesh and so not think of others. Yes. See, that's what this is all about yes. with the Lord. Is ne- the Lord was never selfish. The Father was never selfish. He was never thinking about himself. He's always thinking of us. And that's how the Holy Spirit, if you can get that in your mind, is this is what the Holy Spirit's trying to do within us now. He has our best interests at heart. Yes. He's wanting to comfort us,
1: isn't he? Sure. He's wanting to take care of us. He only wants the best for us. That's something to sit and meditate on. Yes. And he's given us the Holy Spirit and the nature of God in us so that we can now turn to this insight this nature of God that's in us, so we can flow out of that. Yes. And goodness knows we're not going to do it perfectly, but we recognize that we're in this process.
0: And the Lord's patient and long-suffering. He'll never give up till the day we go be with the Lord. He'll never give up on us. And we have to remember that. Even though we stumble, even though we might make mistakes, the Lord's never going to leave you nor forsake you. He's going to be with you, even though you... For your self, will made a wrong decision. He's still going to be there. Absolutely, he's still going to try to comfort you. He is still, even though we make bad decisions, is still going to try to advise us. Oh, sure. He's not going to just give up and go away. So, when we make a bad decision, purchasing something, he's not leaving us. He's going to try to help us get out of that situation. And he might say, "You need to sell your car. You need to sell your. You need to sell everything to get out of this situation." Now you have to struggle with this. Oh, do I want to give up all this stuff? You see what I'm saying? But he's going to, try to, he's going to
1: try to provide a way out for you. It's just like if you're at a job and your boss is just always on you. And if you're operating in anger, you're going to just blast him back, quit, and then what? You're out of a job and no income. But you got a boss that's always on you and, and you're... You keep doing your best, and you try to stay in that love and joy and peace. You know what? The Lord will take care of you. It's the best for you.
0: This scripture came to my mind as you were speaking there. It's 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 13. No temptation has overtaken you except such as common to man. And that's self-will, isn't it? Sure. For the most part. Mm-hmm. But God is faithful. We will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able. Now, that doesn't mean that he's going to prevent things. It means that he's going to give you a way out. That's it. Because it goes on. But with the temptation will also make the way of escape that you may be able to bear it. So if you made a bad decision, he'll still be with you and help you escape out of that situation. So now instead of getting frustrated because you made a bad decision and continue walking in the flesh, you need to say, Lord, I messed up. I need some advice now. I need your direction. I'm going to yield to you now for this guidance and direction. So now what you need to do is just rest now in the Lord saying, I messed up. By saying that, what you've done is repented, isn't it? You're sure. turning away from sure. what you, the mistake you've made. Now you're over here. And by simply repenting all you've done, God's position hasn't changed, but your mind's changed. Your yes, position in your mind's changed. Exactly. Now. It's not self-will. I'm focused back on God, so God can now operate in my life. I can now hear from the Holy Spirit again, because I'm now yielding myself to His wisdom and His guidance, His direction. So He can give me some exhortation here, so He can give me some advice. Come alongside of you. <laughs> yes. It goes back to comfort again, doesn't yes. it? Yes.
1: Yes, it does.
0: And that's what we're wanting to convey here, that we can have victory even when we mess up. if sure. we just recognize it and then listen to when the Spirit of God starts speaking again to us.
1: recognizing that we're not perfect, we are going to mess up, but the more we seek the kingdom of God first, Yes, Matthew 6:33 Seek ye first the kingdom of God. You know why? He's got the perfect plan for our lives.
0: He's going to do one of those three things that we've been talking about. He's going to give you edification, exhortation, or comfort by seeking Him.
1: Yep. Having faith in Him. Because He knows all things will bring all things to remembrance.
0: This is why when I received this revelation on this, it just blew my mind away that it was right here in black and white that this is what the Holy Spirit's wanting to do in our life. This is what the Lord's wanting to do in our life. That he's truly wanting to take care of every situation in our Every
1: life. aspect of our lives has been taken care of. Yes. This is what we fail to say a lot of times in our teachings, that it's a done deal with him. And the more we seek, the more we, we understand who we are now in Christ, that because we have the Holy Spirit of God living inside of us. You know, here's a scripture that... It's Romans 8.28, probably the most misquoted scripture in the whole Bible. Romans 8.28 says that we know that God causes all things to work together for good. That's where most people stop. But it goes on to say to those who love God, to those who are called according to his purpose. So we want to know that we're on the right track, seeking first the kingdom of God. You know, uh, we were talking about, making financial decisions, maybe buying a car or a house and believing that that was God's will for our lives and something pops up. Right. Not necessarily uh, Satan has thrown a roadblock, but we've, we've come to the conclusion in our flesh that we really need this or really want this. And the Lord is trying to get us back on the right path, so to speak. Maybe we've missed it. Maybe we've thought we've heard from God. It's just not cut and dried sometimes. But it's that still small voice. And it's not really a voice. It's just a thought. Sometimes do we
0: think it's our conscience? That could be. Because of... Past experience. Yes. Past experience. All those things. So so we think it's our conscience. Yeah. There are things stored up in our mind. Just like... Scripture is in our mind, correct? Sure. Needs so, to be. <laughs> so now the Holy Spirit is now functioning through our conscience and in our mind, is he not? Yes. And so now when you hear things that are edification, exhortation, and comfort that are in your mind, in your conscience, then that's from God. But if it's things in your conscience that you're hearing that are not from God... Then you realize that's my old way of thinking, my self-will,
1: or from Satan. Mitch, yeah. Uh,
0: but it's all in our minds. It's all it? in
1: our minds. I hope we're not misleading people here to think that to hear from God, you have to have him show up at the foot of your bed and shake it and wake you up in the middle of the night. In an audible voice. an audible voice. no. No. It's that voice within. That's that voice within. Those those thoughts now that have been reprogrammed Yes, think about uh, where is where are these thoughts coming from?
0: That's it right there. Where are the thoughts coming from? They're all in your mind. Our mind and our thoughts and our conscience are on God now. Thoughts of God. The things of God. That's how you can distinguish whether it's from God or not. Because your conscience is still working. It's just a matter of where your consciousness is at now.
1: That's exactly right. And it's all this thought patterns and what we've learned in our past. And I heard a I had a teacher tell us <laughs> he said, Somebody said I'm brainwashed. And he goes, Yeah, I am, and my brain needed washing real bad. <laughs> That's true. Isn't that true? Yes, it is. You get all that junk out of there, you gotta scrub it out. And that's what the Spirit of God is doing. That's right.
0: And and, And it goes back to edification again. He's trying to instruct us and teach us. Starts with the Word. Because that's what renewing the mind is, because that affects the conscience. You have a new way of thinking in your conscience. Yes. And so that's what we're doing. And that's how you know you're hearing from God.
1: The Spirit of God is in us. The Holy Spirit of God is in us.
0: And that's what we need to rely upon. That's why... and we walk by faith and not by sight.
1: If we can renew our minds to what he has for us, what he's already done for us, then we can hear from him, knowing that he only wants good for us. <laughs> That's
0: we're right. We're back to John ten ten again. <laughs> right. But it's all in the mind, isn't it? It's yes, in the conscience. And, and now we need to have confidence that what I'm hearing from now In my conscience and in my mind, if it does edification, exhortation, and comfort, that that's from God. And then you need to react accordingly to that. There you go. There it's your
1: responsibility
0: to react. It's that action, isn't it? Yes. We take action once we hear from God.
1: What's that old thing I always run through with you? Go ahead. (laughs) Thoughts. What's your thoughts? Because thoughts become words, words become actions, actions become habits, habits become character, and then comes your destiny. But it begins with, what's your thoughts? What's your thoughts? Where are those thoughts coming from?
0: That's right. And now we know where the thoughts are coming from. They're in our mind. And now we can now begin to have victory saying, I can hear from God. So whenever I ask anything in prayer, does it do edification, exhortation, and comfort? If it does one of those three things, or all of them, because they all intertwine, I'm hearing from God. Through my conscience, through my mind, because he's, that's how He's
1: operating, is through yes. that realm. Here's something else I want to I throw in here quick. I just thought of this. You know, we might be in the perfect will of God, and we've set out in a direction and something happens, and all of a sudden you start to think, Oh, I missed it. I missed God. I thought I heard from Him, but I missed And it might just be the Lord slowed you down a little bit because you're getting ahead of yourself. You're not listening to Him now as you've progressed down the road. And you're not fully prepared. That's it.
0: Look at it from this standpoint, Terry. He's always trying to prepare us, and He's going to give us the amount of knowledge and understanding to go forward for what we can handle right now.
1: That's right. If the Lord would have showed me some of the things that are happening in my life right now. A couple years ago, I would have probably would have froze up and <laughs> not stepped out the door. Because I, I just couldn't have believed that it would have happened. But it's just this process that, you know, you've You're, seen it happen with us.
0: It's growing in confidence and trust. That increment of, of understanding that I can hear from God gives you another leap of faith, a yes. building block of understanding. It, yes. it, just, it just builds you up and keeps building you up. And that's what edification is. Mm-hmm. It's building you up, building you up, so you can go out into the world. And, and how he's going to function during that time frame is through exhortation. He's going to try to warn you, urge you, advise you, encourage you, do all those things, and then he's going to comfort you. So when attacks come against you, he's going to be alongside you to encourage you to alleviate the grief through his word. He's there for all those reasons if we learn to just listen in our mind, because now it's been renewed with the thoughts of God. That's why we study the word. That's why we do that, is so we can now renew our mind and have an understanding of who God is.
1: Right. And that's
0: awesome. When you look at it, from the standpoint, he's trying to teach me to build me up. He's trying to teach me to have a relationship with him and to have a victorious life now. That's what he's wanting to do. Yes. Then it's not a chore to read the Bible. It's it's one of, I can't wait to read it to find out what the Lord wants to reveal to me
1: to have a victorious life. And you begin to change and you don't even know it. That's right. It's gradual. <laughs> yeah,
0: it- but other people see your change. Sure. They see that. Man, it's awesome when you just understand what we have in Christ now. All we have within us, the fruits of the Spirit, the gifts of the Spirit, all those things live within us to what? To, to glorify the body of Christ
1: is what it's there for. You had a word jumped out of me just a little bit ago, foundation building on a foundation and and growing, but that foundation is Jesus. Yes. Knowing. Knowing. We have to know that it we're taken care of. He provided everything for us at the cross. Our lives began when we got born again. We can experience his love, his provision, everything right now because we're his kids he loves us unconditionally he wants the best for us he's awesome and it's all been provided by his foundation stone yes it, it begins at the cross mitch it begins at the cross i'm not i'm not saying that that's not important that's where it all began and he's provided everything for us it's a done deal It's us pressing into that knowledge of God. That understanding. Seeking first the kingdom of God so that we can hear from the Holy Spirit.
0: For a relationship with the Father. He just wants to have that relationship with us. That's all He wants. Yes.
1: And when you just meditate upon that, that's what He wants. Begins at the cross and comes full full circle through us. His life in us now, His everything life. provided for us. It's just awesome. What a blessing it is to serve the Creator.
0: And I hope we've given the listeners an understanding that we can hear from the Holy Spirit and they can now begin to have a more victorious life right now. That's what the Lord wants for each and every one of us. <laughs>
1: The good news of the gospel is that Jesus has provided all you need to live a life of victory. If you'd like to help this ministry provide this good news to others, your tax-deductible gift can be made to Today Forward and mailed to the address on the back of this CD. For additional teachings or to contact us, please visit our website, todayforward.net.